From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Triangle Rivalry. Mm. <laughs> there it is. Triangle Rivalry Week starts tomorrow. First of all, I like all the people here. I like everybody in, in this office. We all get along. We all work together. Triangle Rivalry Week is not something that is going to be easy to say. We're going to be saying it for the next seven days minimum a ton. Whoever did that is setting me up. Might as well be uh, Sally sells seashells by the seashore week. I'm going to sound like Elmer Fudd by the end of it. Triangle Rivalry Week, also known as Twangle Rivalry Week. Uh, It's going to be really fun, okay? These games are going to be really fun. It's NC State at UNC tomorrow. It's Duke at NC State on Monday. It's UNC at Duke next Saturday. That is a really, really good group of games. And it's a luxury that I don't even know. I want to make sure we don't take for granted. I want to make sure we don't take for granted how those three games, they don't happen anywhere else in the country. Right? They just don't. The the history, the quality... Those three games just don't. So from Saturday to Saturday, all three Triangle ACC teams will play each other. Little round robin. Enjoy it. Call it Triangle Rivalry Week, TRW, and 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 sit back and take it in. There's there's a phrase that I use often, and it's it's one that I try to to make sure I I am also adhering to. It's appreciate greatness. We're actually we're seeing it a lot with LeBron right now. Okay, which is, yeah, you can you can debate it all you want. Is it LeBron? Is it Jordan? Is it LeBron? Is it Kobe? Did he ruin the game with with super teams? Is this? Is that? Do you agree with this? Do you agree with that? You can debate everything until you're blue in the face, but at a certain point, make sure you remember that like. 40 years from now, when you're talking to your grandkids, they're probably not going to ask you, hey, did you watch Jimmy Butler? And I'm just, or hey, did you watch Jalen Brunson? The, the, not knock, I'm just picking random, like, you know, all-stars, really good players, top percent of the top percent. But there is a good chance they're going to be like, what was it like watching LeBron? Right? Just like right now, you know, hey, I don't know, did you ever watch Kareem? There's not as many people out there like, hey, did you ever watch uh, uh, Spencer Haywood, right? There's just, there's just different levels to this. Appreciate greatness. Appreciate the greatness of college basketball that we live within and we get to feel. And now let's look at one of those games, NC State at UNC. You're, you're, you're bringing up that state has to keep the faith. To me, there's there's two sides to this. For UNC, it's another chance to get back to playing UNC-style basketball. They've won some games as of late. They've had some really memorable performances. R.J. Davis scored 42. They've had some things that people are going to remember for a long time, but their defense hasn't been playing lockdown like it was when they were playing their best basketball of the year. They haven't really had a game where like R.J. Davis and everyone else plays well in a while scoring the basketball. There's been like Cormac Ryan scores well. There's been Armando Baycott scores well. There's been R.J. Davis has a big game. There hasn't really been a game where, you know, they're all working together and working off of each other. So it's another opportunity against a, for lack of a better term, middle-of-the-pack ACC team to play UNC-style quality basketball ahead of 
obviously Duke to end the season and then into the ACC and NCAA tournament. For State, this is kind of their Super Bowl week. This is kind of, their, I'd say their Super Bowl like two and a half weeks. You know, it's if you aren't going to make the NCAA tournament, you kind of get to use this next stretch to, to end the year as a celebration, right? You play UNC, two days later you play Duke. That's right there, like as tough of a three-day stretch as you're going to get in the country. Then you do go into the ACC tournament after uh, one more, and, and then that's your season, right? You you can say, like, oh, if you win the ACC tournament or if you shock the world three times, you get to go to the NCAA tournament, but you don't you don't plan on that, right? Plan on what you can you can bank on. Next two, two and a half weeks, there is your season. Kevin Keats' job security is going to be a question, right? And for many, it already is a question. For some, it's already a sealed question answered. But if you beat UNC, you beat Duke, and you have a good showing in the ACC tournament, changes things, right? Changes things. Look at Dave Doran. Right, the bye week, everyone, not everyone, but we heard it, right? My social media, go back and search it up. I wasn't asking for it, but people were telling me about it. They were questioning his job. He wins five straight games to end the regular season. Now that program has all the momentum in the world. Kevin Keats, there's obviously questions about his job. You beat UNC, you beat Duke, you get a big win or two in the ACC tournament, you might go into the offseason with momentum. So if, if Keats is your guy, play for your guy. This can be the exclamation point on your season still, even after you acknowledge season didn't go the way you wanted it to. You lost a bunch of games that you feel like you should have won or you feel like you could have won if you handled things better, if you got things figured out quicker, if your chemistry was better, if whatever, 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 then then you would have won those games. You didn't. The chance for you now is to figure it out anyway. The chance for you now is to play better anyway. It's also Casey Morceau and DJ Burns' last time that they'll get to play against North Carolina. So they had the opportunity to leave a mark in a positive manner on this NC State basketball program. And I would think about it like DJ Horn. DJ Horn is a guy from the area, right? He is a North Carolina kid. True. And, and this is his shot to go to the Dean Dome and make a memory, right? It's, it's not just – you know, Casey Morsell, who's been a part of this rivalry for a long time. It's also, you know, Michael O'Connell's first, right? It, it's it's also uh, DJ Horn's first and only. Like, there's, there's, as I started this off with saying, like, we should appreciate how great the triangle rivalry is, the triangle rivalry week is. The players, you know, they're a part of it. They make the storyline. As, as I've said a hundred times, you know, 20 years from now, if they're if they're passing through the triangle, right? If they're just back, they want to get, you know, show their their kids where they went to college and they say, Yeah, you know what, I actually played at state. Or yeah, you know what, I actually played basketball at UNC. Nobody's gonna say, What was your record against Boston College? Right? No one's gonna be like, How did you do against Miami Hurricanes? They're gonna say, like, Oh, I'm a state fan, you know, what happened? Oh, I'm a, I'm a Duke fan. Yeah. What, what, what did we get the better of you? Those are the ones you're gonna be asked about, so they are a little bit more important.
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Mixed in with uh, Triangle Rivalry Week, as we're calling it here on 99.9 The Fan, where Duke, UNC, and NC State are all going to play each other over the next, it's like eight days starting tomorrow. Um, there's there's some games between the Triangles and Outsider, right? There, there's UVA at Duke, right? UVA is not part of Triangle Rivalry Week, but it's still a, a game that means a lot in the ACC. It's still two of the more recent teams in the ACC to win a national championship. Tony Bennett, are we giving him, like, I mean, I think we have to give him most accomplished coach in the ACC right now, right? Duke gets to play UVA tomorrow, which is not fun for a team that is in Duke's position. We talked about this uh, starting with with Duke's most recent game uh, where they, they demolished Louisville. Duke's season has become about how they handle the lack of ability and perhaps the eventual re-availability of Caleb Foster. Caleb Foster in a, in a, a boot. He is on the scooter to, to make it so he doesn't have to put any pressure on his leg. Uh, he's hurt. He's described as week to week uh, on the broadcast. That's what they said on the broadcast. And he was, was described as going to miss some time by the, the head coach, John Shire. That's not like, oh, we hope to have him back next week. Or, oh, we hope to have him back next game. Seems like it's going to be a little bit more difficult than that. And this is not a team that could afford an injury. UVA is the last team I'd want to see if I had a short rotation that just got significantly shorter. UVA is a game where Caleb Foster might have been the difference. Let me explain why. Uh, Duke... Their, their rotation, as many rotations do in college basketball, got progressively shorter as the season went along. The, the thing that is maybe a little unusual is they became pretty much exclusively a six-man rotation. Right, Five on the court, one off the bench. Depending on like who was hurt most recently, it was Tyrese Proctor off the bench kind of as the, the settle, but it could have been Foster. Foster started the season as the guy off the bench. Either way, Six guys is who they depended on. And and that worked. They were playing well. They had worked themselves, you know, after falling as low as 22 in the country, they had worked themselves back up to solidly in the top 10, and now Caleb Foster gets hurt. And, and you're playing against UVA. I feel like I've described UVA and Florida State a thousand times this year. Uh, the, the teams that we cover have just played those two teams seemingly in so many big games. So I've described that Florida State is always, you know, a bunch of 6'8 to 6'10, super athletic, lanky defenders. And UVA, what does UVA do? They drag you down into the mud and the muck. They want to slow you down. They want to win 47-44. They, they want to take you off your game. They want to take you off your rhythm. If you're used to getting up and down the court, they want to make it so it feels like you're playing with cinder blocks as sneakers. They want to make it really hard for you to do what you do best. But what they do in their moment, right, while they're trying to frustrate you, while they're trying to make your life a, a living you-know-what, 
they do open themselves up to like one guy getting hot. UNC, and I know Duke and UNC fans love it when I try to use one team to, uh, you know, compare to the other, right? They, they just love being in the same sentence. Uh, when UNC played UVA, Cormac Ryan had 18 points. That's like, or, yeah, it was 18 points, six threes. That's the difference. They won by double digits. They won, what was it, 54-44. Yeah. They won an ugly game, and it was because one off guard got hot. Right? If, if Cormac Ryan scores 10, which is still a good game for him, it's a two-point game down the stretch, and it's wildly close. Instead, he got hot, knocked down a bunch of shots, went 6 of 11 from three, and, and 10 points against UVA is, is it's like a quarter of all of the points scored by, the, by, by Virginia. So imagine Caleb Foster. A few times this year, Caleb Foster for Duke has put together like his, his one-man, eight-man run, or eight-point run, right? A one-man, two threes and a two. A one-man, a, a dunk, a tough layup, couple of free throws and a three ends up with, with you know, nine points by himself in a couple minutes. That might have been the difference. I actually really liked it when Caleb Foster was coming off the bench, not because he's not deserving of being a starter or anything along those lines. I just love he's kind of got that microwave off the bench offense, right? Just add water and he's ready. I loved it when, you know, everyone on the floor was getting a little tired and then he steps out there and is like buzzing around. Against UVA, if you can score 10 quick points, I'll feel like 30. Yeah. So him not being there for UVA becomes a really tough situation. Uh, you know, Sean Stewart, maybe the best athlete on the team. He took some of the minutes against Louisville. Ryan Young is probably the most dependable piece who was outside of that six-man rotation because he's played a bunch. Ryan Young's not giving you 10 points in four minutes. Only two against Louisville. That's just not his game, right? He's a rebounder, a screen setter, and like a, a hustle guy. Yeah. Diving for loose balls. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a place for it. I just don't know if that's the best way to replace Caleb Foster. You don't want inexperience or, like, even somebody like Ryan Young, who's not inexperienced, right? He's played, what is it, for every team in the new ACC. He's played for Notre Dame. He's played for Stanford. He's played for Duke. He's just trying to get all the ACC uh, new entries and, and maybe one old guard on, on his resume. He's not inexperienced, but the last team you'd want out of, or the last team you'd want to play out of rhythm players against might be Virginia. I was thinking about ways to describe this, right? Because they played against Louisville without um, without Foster, and it went well. Now they're playing Virginia, so I was trying to think of what the difference is. By the way, uh, shout out to I think his name was Ryan. I was at the Alehouse in Garner, the Carolina Alehouse in Garner last night for a ticket stop, giving away Kane's uh, tickets. Gave away a whole bunch of them. Hopefully, everyone had fun. Uh, if, if you didn't get tickets, there's always the next ticket stop, but, uh, but we gave away a whole bunch of tickets. It was a really good time. Um, Ryan came up and he said, man, how do you come up with all those analogies? He's like, I love the analogies. So this one's for you, Ryan, if you're, if you're out there, um, I believe you were driving a truck. So if you're in your truck right now, this one's for you. Louisville was batting practice. Okay. One of the worst teams in the ACC, right? Uh, and what you do when you need to work on your swing, right? So Caleb Foster gets hurt. It was beautiful to have Louisville. 
you step into the box, you're just working on technique, right? Maybe you're over-exaggerating the things you want to fix like you do when you're, when you're in the batting cage. It's batting practice. UVA, it's not even like a fastball look. It's a knuckleball, right? They're unlike any other pitch. It's a, a, a submarine pitcher, right? It's a sidearm pitcher. It's something unusual that you're not used to. So it's the exact opposite of batting practice. Against Louisville, they looked great without Caleb Foster. Right, They were running all over the place. Filipowski looked healthy. Their defense was getting after it. They confused Louisville. But do you know how many teams out there or how many hitters out there can look great against a pitching machine, can look great against batting practice? They'll put them all over a left field wall. Then you get in into the game, live pitching, you're not as good. And then you get a knuckleballer, and you're like, I've never seen this before. Proctor, Roach, Filipowski, McCain, Mitchell, those are the five main guys for Duke. Sometimes against Virginia, even starters need to take a reset, take a breather, get on the bench, go, all right, they're, they're, they're getting to me, coach. How do I handle this? McCain, right? He is a freshman. Everybody else there other than Roach is a sophomore or younger. They're not going to be the guys that have seen everything twice. They're the guys that might have to be like, coach, I got some questions. You can't have questions against UVA. Duke gets to play UVA, which is going to be a massive test. And they get him at home. So, you know, as as Duke fans, uh, I had a guy looking at my windows in my house the other day, right? The little home improvement conversation. Uh, He's a Duke fan. And his problem with all the court storming stuff was Duke never gets to do it. Right? When they're at home and they beat somebody, it's never storm worthy because they're Duke. Well, at least when you're home, you know you won't get stormed against. Safety for players. So you get them at home, which is always better.